Hi, I'm Lavender, and I'm here with Elisha Bacon, former intern at the Sanctuary for Independent Media. And she's here to tell me about her experience and what she's up to now. Welcome, and thank you for being here. Thank you. Um, very, very uh, grateful to, you know, I've been a part of the Sanctuary community for many years and started as an intern um, and happy to be doing this interview with you. Awesome. So when and how did you first hear about the sanctuary? So um, my story for coming to the sanctuary is actually pretty amazing. I think I had just moved to Schenectady. I'm originally from Scottsdale, Arizona, and I was, you know, just turned 21 and was ready to just get out of my childhood hometown and start fresh. And I got talked into moving to Schenectady. And so I moved in February, 2010. Um, and it was very like rough and tumble. I came out with just a couple bags of luggage. I had 60 bucks. Um, I was kind of fighting with my mom at the time, but she bought me a one-way ticket. That's how you know she's mad. <laughs> uh, and so, you know, I bounced around for a long time, you know, couch surfing and um until I could rent an apartment and then you know did roommates for a while and lived with my ex-boyfriend um and it was a very you know dark time for me I was going through what I call the quarter life crisis really worried about my future um and what what options that I would be able to um, have and get into. And my journeys uh, led me to Proctor's. Um, and I used to wait at Proctor's in between buses. And my journey from to and from work at the time, living in either Mount Pleasant or Bellevue, was very long. So I would walk at quite great distance. I would take the bus for hours working in Latham um, or wherever my temp agency at the time sent me. And so Proctor's was like a refuge and it was downtime between buses. And if Proctor's wasn't open, that meant I had to stand out in the cold and I still didn't have a lot of winter accessories. So I was, you know, really, really freezing uh, and still adjusting to living in the Northeast. So I would always look at, and I still do this. I looked at all the, the flyers because I, you know, didn't have a lot of money, but I found that, you know, there were events going on that were free. Um, and at times that was, you know, how I was going to get a meal was going to a free event. And one of the flyers that I picked up that just really sparked my heart and my mind was the sanctuary for independent media. I actually still have the brochure that I picked up. Um, it was yellow and it just talked about, you know, independent media. And at the time I was trying to be a freelance writer and was blogging and was hoping to do content writing and even filmmaking as I started my, my um, academic career in that. And this was an opportunity to continue to work on my skills and to be in a creative community um, and be working for social good, which I found very fulfilling. Um, the work I was doing was a lot of customer service. Um, and it was a jobs that I didn't have a lot of agency in being able to help people. So I basically could tell people, this is like what your benefits have. 
Um, but there were situations where people needed medication because they were they were dying and that wasn't covered. And I didn't have the ability to help them really outside of that. It wasn't in my um, purview to be able to make any decisions that were going to cover that medication. So I really um, love the atmosphere. When my first trip down, I took multiple buses to Troy. It was, it was scary because I was still very new. Um, and I look back on this time and I'm grateful for it because now I know the capital region, honestly, better than a lot of people that live here. I know, um, the ins and outs, the, the cut, the cuts, the shortcuts, the back roads. Um, and it's because so many years I spent walking and taking the bus and, um, and trying new things and going to new places and being an adventurer. And that was the part that I loved about my life at the time was adventuring. And so going to the sanctuary was an adventure. And I met Branda um, and they were really welcoming to me, even though I was this person, you know, still people at the time, and this was probably about 2013, they always knew um, that I was not from here. So it was just instant like, oh, where are you from? And I still like dressed not like I was from here and maybe even had a bit of an accent, but they let me in. And it was very quickly that I was, you know, working cameras and doing filming and editing and hosting bands, famous bands that came from all over the world, Thomas Manfumbo and the Blacks Unlimited. And so the sanctuary really opened up this world to me that I feel like a similar organization maybe that exists in New York City, you might not get that entry-level experience right off the bat where you're just thrown into the mix. People are there to help you, to train you if they want you to do something. And you're really able to be a part of that community very quickly. Um, it's probably been one of the most loving, welcoming spaces that I've come to in my time in New York. And so I still try to stay involved. Um, now I work as a, an organizer for community, for climate justice, and that work still allows me to organize and still do things with the sanctuary. And so I'm just happy to be part of the community, and I hope that it's going to stay the same, at least in the sense that, like, you know, no matter how big it grows, that it'll always be a place that's welcoming to newcomers. Yeah, that's great. And you basically answered a lot of the questions I had in that in that summary you gave. But could you talk more about what your internship focused on? And um, yeah, what was your involvement at the sanctuary? Yeah, so I think the first day that I went, I think a lot of the work I was doing was Uptown Summer. And so I was just kind of getting acquainted um, with the people. But I think, you know, I would write blogs and kind of talk about the work we were doing at the sanctuary. I think you can still even find my old blogs on their website. And then, you know, there's like so much work to be done that if you want to get involved and you calm down, like they will put either a camera in your hand or they'll have you, you know, help out in some way. It's not always glamorous. So I think that first day it ended with us picking up trash on the grounds. And even though I was picking up garbage, it still felt really satisfying because I felt like I was 
beautifying that space and making a, a real impact, even though I was doing something that seems small in some ways. So yeah, but, but that's the, important too. Yes. But the breadth of what I did, you know, part of my favorite part was working on camera and filming their live shows. And so they have, you know, a lot of their events when they have them in the indoor stage, you'll have, you know, four to five person camera crew. And then you have someone directing on, on the first level. A lot of times it was Branda and it moves so quickly and it's just so exciting. There's nothing like it. You have a headset on and there's someone in your ear, you know, telling you move the camera left, move the camera right, move it up, go in, go out. And it moves very quickly. Um, Brandon say, you know, camera two is hot. You know, you have to have your shot perfect. And it was just so fun and exciting. I loved it. So how is the, how did the internship impact you going forward? Did it open up any opportunities for you? Um, and what skills did you take away from it? Yeah, I say that the internship really opened up a lot of doors for me because, you know, getting involved and getting to know the people there. Um, the people are come from all different backgrounds and the sanctuary, um, though it's a small nonprofit, it also, you know, is a name that people know. And so, you know, Brando would ask like, what are your interests? Because they want to support you. It's not just about, you know, making things happen for the sanctuary, but also moving us to evolve into our better selves. And so, you know, I got involved with what was the alt, um, which kind of founded after the Metroland fell apart, like as a community newspaper. Um, it kind of got me into some reporting. It got me more connected to other people that do radio. So I was involved with um, the Grand Street Community Arts Radio Station. I think the connections I made at the sanctuary were some of the most transformational aspects. But I think also being able to continue my camera skills and I did still photography and being able to put that on my resume because you also have to remember that this time, the years that I was an intern at the sanctuary, outside of that, my life was very stressful and I was stuck in these like low wage jobs that just saw me as a cog in the machine. You know, if you are working or producing the way that they expect, they can just get rid of you and hire some other cog. So, you know, everything else wasn't really adding a lot of value and I was struggling to make ends meet and the sanctuary not only welcomed me and gave me an opportunity to meet people that helped get me to the next stage, you know, as far as um, people that would give me references, Brandis gave me a reference before. And but also I was able to justify this, this time on my resume that I might be working six months at this place and maybe seven months at that place. I could still say, but in that time that I was, you know, doing temporary jobs, I was also working on my skill set at the sanctuary. And so that time showed like continuity. And so that just helped me continue to be able to market myself and be a competitive applicant. 
that's great. That's awesome. Really, really great story that you have and hopefully inspires others to, you know, to be hopeful and, and maybe check out the sanctuary if, if they need a home. The sanctuary has always been my home away from home. But thank you so much for taking the time to, to talk about your experience and, and talk with me today. You're welcome. I just want to say one more thing for anyone that's listening. I highly recommend that you get involved at the sanctuary or if you don't have time to volunteer, like come out and see a show because this establishment, this organization, like there's no other organization that provides the opportunities for arts and culture that the sanctuary does. We're talking about world-renowned musicians that maybe we don't know in America, but that are famous and successful in the scope of the whole world. So you get, you know, Amy Goodman, we've had Chris Hedges, famous reporters. And, you know, if people don't frequent this place, it puts it at risk of not being able to exist. And they do such a service for the North Troy community, that would be very devastating. So I am grateful that you reached out to me and encourage everyone to get involved if you can. Absolutely. They're definitely one of a kind.